1: Good afternoon Ryan Tutel Colton Juanas 1029 ESPN Sports Center. The Bobcats, they won a hard-fought victory. The Grizzlies lost in the same way, and Jerry Lou McGee is now on top of the Montana record books. Montana State needed a career day by senior running back Logan Jones, and another stellar performance by senior kicker Tristan Bailey, who became the uh, Big Sky Conference Special Teams Player of the Week after he hit 3 of 3 from uh, field goal in field goals as the Cats won 23-14 at Western Illinois. Jones scored a 14-yard touchdown in the first quarter, a 7 yard touchdown in the third quarter and finished with a career high 167 yards in his first start of the season after injury to sophomore Isaiah infonce kept him sidelined again bailey now seven of seven in his career against leathernecks in his uh, in the kicking game
0: montana forced three punts and came up with three more fourth down stops on the way to holding an oregon team that scored 77 two weeks ago to less than half that in a 35-3 loss at austin stadium saturday night Aside from a 63-yard run by Sean Dollars late in the fourth quarter, Montana gave up just two plays of over 20 yards. Montana senior Jerry Louis McGee caught six passes, including three on UM's lone scoring drive. JLM now has 196 catches, the most in Grizz football history, passing Raul Pacheco's former school record. This ESPN ESPN Center is presented by Clark Fork Law.
1: tell Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, hour number two. Great to be with you on this Monday afternoon. Hope you're having a great day broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 and Seely. online at kurtzpolaris.com. If you missed anything in the first hour of the Montana Football Hour, you can listen on the podcast. The podcast available all the time. Everywhere on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Rate it, review it, subscribe to it, check it out. Podcast available thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. You want to call 329-1899, the phone number, All guests join us via the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Uh, Coulter, let's get into some NFL stuff, shall we? Crazy weekend in the NFL. It's not even over yet. Browns, Jets tonight. But uh, the Seattle Seahawks... Game you heard here on Sunday. You'll hear the Seahawks games all season long. Seattle Seahawks, 28-26 winners over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, the big news really out of this game is Pittsburgh, which is really terrible news for the Steelers. Ben Ross, Roethlisberger, out for the year, injured his elbow, his throwing elbow, and, and will have to undergo surgery, and it will end his season. So now Mason Rudolph going to come in and become uh, the new quarterback uh, for for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Rudolph, by the way, came in 12-19, 112 yards and two touchdowns. Did have an interception. I have liked Mason Rudolph, by the way, ever since he came out of Oklahoma State. I, thought, I think he throws a fantastic ball. Oh, he's, got, he's, he's got NFL sleeping, arm. sleeping on this guy. He's in a pretty good situation, but look, if, ben, if you lose Ben Roethlisberger, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, no amount of young, plucky kid is going to replace that. So certainly disappointing. That said, some of the Seattle Seahawks, man, they went in to Pittsburgh on, hello, Pete Carroll's 68th birthday. 68, man. You kidding me? He's out the there dream running of, around.
0: Only dream of looking that good when you're 68. He's
1: punching Jadavion, cloudy in the chest, and Jadavion's just laughing hysterically at this guy running up and down the sideline. It is a college program he's running. It's unbelievable. Anyway, 68 years old, uh, Pete Carroll, they travel into Pittsburgh and get a win. And honestly, there there's two things that stood out to me. First of all, well, a couple of things. Uh the, Se- the Seahawks have this game well in hand until a Chris Carson fumble, which he rarely does. I think he fumbled all like three times all of last season, fumbles the ball, and Bush picks it up for Pittsburgh, takes it back to about the three-yard line, and the Steelers cash it in to make this a close game because this is relatively, speaking, a low-scoring football game. But Seattle had the ball, had a double-score, you know, two-score lead, and then that fumble it really turned the tide of that football game uh, potentially. But the other thing uh, that, that that stood out to me in this thing was how good Rashad Penny looked. For the he first time good. in his professional career, he clearly outran Chris Carson. Rashad Penny, 10 carries for 62 yards compared to 15 carries for 60. But the 37-yard touchdown, the lone touchdown on uh, the ground for uh, the Seahawks uh, came from Rashad Penny. And he looked like the guy that they went out and tried, you know, and did spend a first-round pick to get. They didn't, you know, I don't want to say don't want, but, like, Chris Carson's a seventh-round draft pick who you see if he can play, and all of a sudden he's better than what you thought or whatever, you you know, you hit on him, and that's great. But you don't spend a first-round pick on a guy thinking he's going to back up a seventh-round pick from a year ago. They want and need Rashad Penny to be good. He looked really, really good for the first time, and that was impressive. And there's no reason both these guys can't get work done. But that was that has to be a, a, a sign of great optimism for Seahawks fans, the way he played. By the way, San Diego State, boys and girls, the ties, they'll never end.
0: We buried the lead big time here, Gus. Why? Because Will 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 Disley Disley? scored two touchdowns. Will Disley did score Will Disley scoring two touchdowns should lead any Montana-based sports show, point-blank period. We had the Montana Football Hour. Will Disley should be part of the Montana Football Hour because Will Disley is Montana, man. How about Will Disley is, I got to say, I got a great affinity for Will Disley. I love me some Will Disley because Will, I mean, I I covered Will's whole high school career when I was still working at the Bozeman Chronicle. They won the state championship my last year at the Chronicle. And his – Will's big brother Nick was one of my good friends in Bozeman. Nick was a great. Is
1: he his big brother or just his older brother?
0: I mean, come you're on. gonna think you're gonna think this is crazy. You're gonna think this is me being an uncle Rico. Nick Disley is way more athletic than Will Disley. Nick Disley was. Among, if not the greatest high school athletes that have come out of Montana in the last 20 years, Nick Disley turned down football scholarships to Oregon, Oregon State, and Washington State to play basketball for the Cats. Mm. And it was one of the dumb decisions ever. <laughs> and Nick would tell you that. Nick was a three-time All-Big Sky player for the Cats. He was great. He averaged 17 points per game for his career. High flyer. I mean, Nick Disley has a 40-inch vertical. There's no question. He was the biggest dunker you know, this side of maybe Jack McGillis of the last 15 or 20 years in Montana, there's no doubt. That Bozeman High team that won the state championship in 2002, that went undefeated, they they won their games by an average of 27 points. Nick Disley, Gatorade Player of the Year. I mean, Will Will Disley, 6'5", 265. Nick's about 6'4", 210. But as far as athleticism goes, Nick is faster, can jump higher. He's a more versatile athlete. He's a way better basketball player. But that doesn't that doesn't no, nothing to do with taking away from Will Dis and his two touchdowns. What is it, how many touchdowns does Will Disley have now? He's got like five touchdowns in, in like, like five, seven five games. games. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because he he blew out his knee terribly, in I think his third game of the season last year. So he's truly played I think four full NFL football games, and I think he has five touchdowns in those four games, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we, we'll, we'll check on that. Will Disley's breakout performance of his college career came against the University I of did, Montana when he was a captain when he had two touchdowns in that football game. And uh, I rode the train home with his parents mm. and I knew they were his parents because there's not that many folks rocking the Disney shirt. The Disney Jersey that are six and a half feet tall, well into their sixties. Oh yeah, so Russ I
0: mean, his dad is the tallest one out all. Oh, of he's them.
1: a big, big dude. Well, a very tall guy, I should say at least. He's not Southern as broad guy, as yeah, as yeah, yeah. Will.
0: Oh no, he used to come to the gym, although like, like, I mean he's legit six, 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 seven. I mean he is a tall man.
1: Yeah. You, sometimes you don't need to ask. Are you the father of? It's like <laughs> yeah, you know, just put it together there, uh, Sherlock, and, and figure it out. Uh, but yes, Will Disley was uh, fantastic. And by the way, uh, Russell Wilson in this game. 35 attempts, six incompletions. I mean, that's pretty good, going 29 of 35. He also, he only rushed for 22 yards, I think, in this game, but I think ran on like three consecutive third downs to pick up first downs or get very close to picking up first downs. And, by the way, love it at the end of the game. You got one yard to put the nail in the coffin, take the v, you know the victory formation, and take a knee. Or you can punt it away and probably try and hold or whatever. No, no, no. Give the ball to uh, to Chris Carson. Pounds forward for a yard. Gets the first down. Ball game taken. knee. I mean, that's that that is uh, that's how the Seattle Seahawks want to get it done. And I was impressed. I thought they played much better against Pittsburgh than, than than they did against Cincinnati in their home opener. Even though you know they both games were, were you know I mean they they won by a total of three points uh, in two games combined. But Pittsburgh's a better team than what Cincinnati is. Although Cincinnati's Throwing the ball a little bit, even without A.J. Green. Nonetheless, uh, I think Pittsburgh's a better team, at least before Ben Roethlisberger went down, than what Cincinnati is. Uh, And also, Seattle has struggled consistently over the course of, maybe even before Pete Carroll, but certainly the Pete Carroll. uh, When they're playing in the Eastern time zone, man, it is... It 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 just looks different very often, and I thought in this game they came to play, they played the whole time, and 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 played really well. And now they are one of what a dozen two and football teams in the league, and uh, and they they are in business a little bit right here with the Seattle Seahawks.
0: Will Disley has four touchdowns in six career games. He's got 14 go. career catches, four of them for touchdowns. So a good uh, red zone outlet for Russell Wilson, and I'm proud of Will Disley because he. He battled some, I mean, he's had a lot of different ups and downs throughout his career. He, he's originally committed to Boise State, and then Chris Peterson jumped ship to go to Washington. And there was a lot of people questioning whether Will Disley was an actual Pac-12 caliber recruit. Peterson took a chance. Then at Washington, UW ran a dual tight end system, and they basically had Drew Sample as their pass-catching tight end and Will Disley as their blocking tight end. I don't think Will see I think that those two touchdowns he scored against Montana. I'm not sure he had even caught a pass mm. at Washington before then. I think he was a strictly a blocker his first several years, but then to go out and put on a show at his pro day and get a chance with the, I guess, second hometown Seahawks. That's kind of his second hometown now, being that he played college ball in Seattle and now to be balling like that. It's uh, it's cool for a Montana guy, man. And, and Will has put in the work for sure. And uh, he's got a lot to be proud of. He's one of the few native Montanans left. I mean, I, it's him and him and Mike Person now, right? Because the only University of Montana alum in the NFL right now is Tremaine Johnson. Uh, Mike Person, who's from Glendive, played at Montana State. He plays for the 49ers. And then Will Disley. I don't think there's any other native Montanans that are in the NFL. So he's, he's representing for all of us, and it's very cool that he's playing Uh, for the Seahawks, and now that we have this new deal with the Seahawks, we're going to be covering the Seahawks a lot more prevalently, so uh, we'll we'll effort. We hope to get you Will Dis on the show here uh, sooner than later. Uh, by the way, uh, the Seahawks now uh, going back
1: to Seattle this week to play the New Orleans Saints, who have also major problems of their own with the loss, at least for the next six weeks for sure, of Drew Brees, who uh, hurt his thumb and is going to have to have surgery on that. He's out six weeks. We'll see from there. I know that you are pessimistic about this injury uh, for him, but uh, it's 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 bad news. And, and Teddy Bridgewater, when he came into the game, woof.
0: No, not the same. Did not,
1: not the same. Did as he not look good uh, uh, in in what I thought was going to be a redemption game. But obviously, it it's a it, it changes things drastically when Drew Brees is no longer the guy.
0: I misspoke. Brock Osweiler also still in the NFL. Oh, there you go, hanging on. Yeah. Osweiler native. Where is he? Is he, he we, in? I think he he signed. He was with, in Miami, right? He, he was he was in Miami. No, but then he would, he had a tryout with somebody who lost their quarterback. Who okay. did he have a tryout with? we talked oh, we'll about this. It. We'll find it. We talked about this earlier on the show. Okay, so. On the Drew Brees injury, first of all, that UCL ligament joint in your thumb, my brother ruptured his, and he has struggled with it ever since. And obviously, Drew Brees is going to have a lot higher level of resources than you know an FCS walk-on. But I can tell you, I'm not saying it's going to be uh, a career ender, but it is going to nag him for a really, really long time. Honestly, of all the injuries that you could suffer as a quarterback, to have that happen to your right throwing hand, is brutal, just because of how long it's going to wait. It's never going to go away. This is going to bother Drew Brees to the end of his career. Yeah, Regardless of if it impacts him in total, I'm not sure. But it is, it is a bummer, and it really does show that nothing lasts forever.
1: Coulter, you and I both know being healthy is a very, very important part of life. Am I right about that? Indeed, guess it is. Well, one of the things that makes me healthy, think you as well, fiber.
0: Gotta have it. You sure do, man. You need to eat your fruits and your veggies, your bananas. You got to get all that stuff in.
1: Maybe even some bran. Plums. All of it. Fiber is very important. Well, guess what? Turns out it's important to communication as well. You might be surprised to learn that Blackfoot and its partners have invested millions of dollars, truly, in building a fiber optic network throughout Montana. Through Bozeman and around Gallatin County, more than 30 miles of fiber optic cable have been laid by Blackfoot. That's amazing.
0: Impressive. Innovative. And a perfect place with the way Bozeman's been growing.
1: Click on the link below. go slash ESPN. They're not trying to sell you anything. They don't want you to do anything. They just want you to know what they're up to and how they're improving communication
0: across the state of Montana. So go to goblackfoot.com backslash ESPN now. I made a little chart here real quick Okay, to talk Oh, I love to talk charts, Colter. That's great. So we have talked about the the last year or so, the NFL's had a fascinating narrative. It's been that... The old dogs still run the league when it comes to quarterbacks, and the young dogs are the only ones that are threatening them. You have your Tom Brady and Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees and Philip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I wouldn't and, put Russell on that. Well, he's not—he's—he's
1: he's the age He's
0: the one middle guy. Yeah, right? he
1: is. He he's is the, the one, one middle bridge. guy. Yep. He
0: was the one guy. Matt Ryan, like, almost was part of it, but like, never really could get truly. Hey, I mean, he won the, over MVP, the top. but yeah, yeah, but like, for sure, hey, give him credit for that. But he was never in that, if you got this guy, you got a chance to win the Super Bowl. You know, We are in the mix because we got this guy. Right. Breeze has been that for 15 years. Yes. Brady's been that for 20 years. Aaron Rodgers has been that since the day he stepped on the field, even though his career has been sort of back-ended since he had to sit out the first four years behind Brett Favre. Right. When you got A-Rodge, everybody's going to at least put you in the mix. Phillip Rivers hasn't had the playoff success, but... Philip Rivers of the field, you're going to take Philip Rivers in terms of, like, you're not moving on from that guy. You're not trying to get, you're not trying to, you know, get him out sure. so you can draft a young guy. And then the only challengers to the throne lately have been Carson Wentz, Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff. The guys have been in the league for two, three years. That's it. The only other real bridge besides Russell Wilson was Andrew Luck. But now you look at the landscape of the league, Andrew Luck retires. Now, Drew Brees and Ben Roethlisberger both get hurt in the exact same week and that's going to impact the entire rest of the NFL season. Eli Manning is put him out to pass year. He's done. Joe Flacco, you can a- analyze him all you want, but he won a Super Bowl. He ain't it anymore. He, 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 can't, he can't do it. And seems to me Matt Ryan is taking a step back. Cam Newton, now that he's wearing headbands instead of hats. I don't know. He stuck his finger in a light You Got to go back
1: to the haberdashery, man. You got to get the hat game. He
0: doesn't back. look. He doesn't look the same. He doesn't. I was touting camp big time in the preseason. Oh, yeah. He does not look the same. And so now I'm at. I guess my question for you is: You got Tom Brady? <laughs> and he might just be immortal. I don't know when is he ever going to take a step back. Maybe he's never going to. Who knows? You got Russell Wilson. Well, I'll eat, I'll eat it. You know, I'm all. You don't have to eat it. You've never denied how good Russell Wilson uh, is. Lo- I think Russell Wilson is great as yes. a player. He just bugs me. But it okay, doesn't matter. No, But yeah. Russell Wilson is f- outstanding. And you've never said otherwise. No, no. He's yes. outstanding. And yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't know where I'm at with Philip Rivers either. So I guess what I'm asking. He's oh, still got Aaron Rodgers still. But, but Rodgers has been a question mark. He's not a question mark because he's Aaron Rodgers. But he has not been. He hasn't. He, he hasn't done a, oh my goodness, no one else in the world can do that yet this year. And he's usually good for a couple of those a week. I think I saw one. I think I saw one on Sunday. But
1: yes, in, in, but more than that, more than the lack of, oh my goodness, someone else can do that. I've seen a lot of, whoa, that, that was bad and that was on you. Like yes. him making mistakes is something that he almost never does. And I've seen a lot of bad throws on Aaron Rodgers the first two
0: weeks. And we'll have nothing but egg on our face if we try to make a proclamation. But I just feel like this could be the opening of the door. Well, to the changing of the guard,
1: you know, the flip side of this coin to me is I think that in the last two to three years, we have seen an incredible surge in the number of young NFL ability quarterbacks, because I think we went through a long spell where if there was one starting NFL quarterback in a draft, that was about all you could ask for. Like Dak Prescott, you know. Can, it, it, there's there's been a lot of years where maybe one guy maybe no guys end up really being you know a franchise type of quarterback regardless of how high but if you go back the last three three years and you talk about you know we'll see what Mitchell Trubisky turns out to be but Patrick Mahomes, Baker Mayfield, a uh, 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 couple guys who Garrett, Carson Wentz and who's uh, – Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Right? Oh, Kyler, maybe Deshaun Kyler, Watson. Kyler Murray. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson. Like, there, my, my point is – Josh Allen. There's probably – Josh Allen in Buffalo, great example. There's, there's 10 guys who are playing right now where you don't – where either you go absolutely give him to me all the time. Patrick Mahomes. Baker Mayfield to me. But none of those guys do you go, wow, you missed the boat entirely. Like, pick the guy who you think is the worst out of that whole group, and you're still like, hey, significant upside. There's still a real chance that this guy could be totally. really good. Not just like – not not Andy Dalton tenable for a football team yep. to get you maybe to the playoffs every once in a while. Like, actually, legit, you lead your team to – as far as they want to go at some point in the course of his career. And I think that is the thing that I'm noticing more than than ever in this recent group, which is maybe part of the reason for this
0: turnover. There's a couple different factors that go into this, too. The fact that the NFL has implemented more spread concepts, I think it makes the transition for spread quarterbacks a little bit easier. Also, though, there's about to be another influx of talent. This upcoming draft. And I think that that's where this gap that was this year's draft, Kyler Murray could be good. We'll see. Kyler Murray's good. He's, he's spectacular. I'm not sure if he's actually good. He looked terrible in the first half against the Lions. You saw how much of a gamer he was in the second half. In he's his
1: first ever NFL football.
0: I, I understand. I understand. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying, small sample size. you got to prove it to me. Kyler Murray still has significant bust potential to me. Because, I mean, again, He's in a bust situation. He's exactly. not a bust player. Exactly, exactly. Though that's so much how your legacy is dictated, and what sort of resources do you got? Yep. I mean, yep. Tom Brady is the greatest of all time, but he also had the best situation ever. I mean, how many guys go in? What could what could David Carr have been if he didn't get sacked eighty-seven times his rookie year? I mean, the guy it could have been Derek Carr. The, the guy, at least, I mean, at least Derek Carr, right? How good does he look? He looks great right now. He, he looks great. Uh, but then you talk about Tua Tagovailoa, and oh. Justin Herbert, and Jake Fromm, mm-hmm. and you know maybe even Joe Burrow, and the kid from Texas, Sam Ellinger, if he comes out. I mean, those guys are all guys that could be potential too. So now you're going to have this new wave, and I just think they have a chance to push out the old guard, overtake the middle. That's just been sort of you know, mm-hmm. the, the Andy Dalton, Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan, that whole group has just been the middle yep. They've just been stuck yep that's it yep. but that's also why i thought it was so foolish for a team like the giants to take a guy like david jones at number 6 draft another need be bad again go all in on getting Tonga bailoa go all in on getting justin herbert those guys are way better
1: than you, no one is going all in more than the miami dolphins are no, going no 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 see in. this is the complete they should get the first pick in the draft for the next 50 years
0: see this is this is so much if you're just trying to build and tank towards you have you have a young roster, you're trying to get better. Like you do like the Browns did the last couple of years and you're just incrementally building. That is so fundamentally different than I and mean, this is professional sports. To have guys quitting during games is outrageous. Outrageous. The, I mean, 102 points in two weeks is unprecedented.
1: You you asked me, is this the worst team in the history of football? Now, it's too early to
0: say that, but, but dude, they are in the conversation. 102 points yes. in two weeks, has that ever happened? Truly, that is a real question. Has, has well, any NFL team given up? I mean, Gilbrant Gil tweeted that there was one other team, the expansion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that yeah. gave up 102 points in a two-week span.
1: It's it's a real question, but also, I mean, it's, it's the same thing as, you know, well, why... You know why is just the next running back the highest paid running back ever? Is he better than Walter Payton? No, well of course not. But that it's sure. just it's a sign of the times. The point is, if you're giving up a century in two weeks, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. You just you just you can't play football. You just can't do this. Miami, get him out of here. It's too tell to New to. Speaking of getting out of here, we got to get out of here. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Coulter around the uh state high school football week 3 going on uh on friday we'll tell you what happened including how about the start for the hellgate knights impressive it's been a while good for them colter it's fall time getting to fall time you know what i hate chores <laughs> hate them hate them particularly chores that could find me really really injured like cleaning the gutters if you need your gutters clean, Missoula, Missoula Gutter Cleaning is where you want to go. Online at MissoulaGutterCleaning.com. Look, it's messy, it's muddy, it's wet. You hate it. I know you You on a ladder just looks like a disaster waiting to
0: happen. Oh, my, my house I grew up in, up Grant Creek in Missoula, my father and I both almost killed ourselves trying to put the Christmas lights on and trying mm. to clean the gutters because you had to get on, I mean, the arches, the big ladder, I mean, we were... It, it, It was a three-story house with no basement. So the top of the house is way up there. This is dangerous. You need these guys.
1: This is before the days of Missoula Gutter Cleaning, which could have made your life much safer back in the day. Uh, Go online, MissoulaGutterCleaning.com for your estimate today. Spend a few bucks. Check it off your list. And now, look, you saved yourself a ton of time. You can go tailgate. You can watch some football. Maybe you go golfing. Get a couple last late-season rounds and Whatever you want to do, you get your time back. Missoula Gutter Cleaning, MissoulaGutterCleaning.com. They'll give you a $20 gift card to your favorite brewery or coffee shop when the job is complete. Just that easy. Go on, get your estimate right now, get your gutters clean, and hey, stay safe. When, when your wife asks, it's for my safety. It's for our safety. It's for our future. MissoulaGutterCleaning.com.
0: MissoulaGutterCleaning.com. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not.
1: ESPN Missoula Sports Center.
0: Good afternoon.
1: Brian Tutel, Colton us here some sports news. The Bobcats won a hard-fought victory. The Grizzlies lost in the same way, but Jerry Lou McGee is now atop the Montana record books. Montana State, they needed a career day by senior running back Logan Jones and another stellar performance by senior kicker kicker Tristan Bailey, and the Bobcats had to endure a mess of a game in which they committed, hello, 12 penalties though they emerged with a 23-14 victory at Western Illinois Saturday. Jones scored a 14-yard touchdown in the first quarter and then an 87-yard touchdown in the third quarter to finish with a career-high 167 yards in his first start this season in place of injured sophomore Isaiah Ifonce. Bailey, who nailed four field goals in last year's win over Western Illinois, moved to 7 of 7 in his career against the Weathernecks after drilling three field goals Saturday. He is the Big Sky Conference Special Teams Player of the Week.
0: Montana forced three punts and came up with three more fourth down stops on the way to holding an Oregon team that scored 77 the week before to less than half that in a 35-3 loss at Odds and Saturday night. Aside from a 63-yard run late by Sean Dollars in the fourth quarter, Montana gave up two plays of just of 20 yards or more. Montana senior Jerry Lou McGee, he caught six passes, giving him 196 for his career, the most in the history of Grizz football.
1: Did I mention that the Packers are 2-0 with wins over the Bears and Vikings? not what we're talking about here i just i just want to make sure that that was on the record
0: yep in my typical fashion i will be the gracious loser and with pleasure buy you your drinks at katie O'Keefe's. appreciate that
1: very much i will be the awful friend and just keep talking about it it's two tell new one two nine espn radio we are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Seely. Online at KurtzPolaris.com. If you want to find us online, you go to 1029ESPN.com. You can listen live to the stream. Click on the Listen Live tab. And no matter where you are, just on your device, computer, work, home, on the road, around the world, listen to the stream. It's brought to us by Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. If you would like to... Uh, Watch us. There's two ways to do it. SWX Montana Television. Across the state. Live. Hi. And also on the Watch SWX app. You can download the app, which I have. Watch SWX tonight. Watch Sean Rainey. You know, Keith Demolder Do their thing in the evening. Hook us up with all the good sports news from around the state. Uh, you can also watch on the YouTube. That's right. You go to YouTube.com. You search two telenuanas and behold, there we are. In fact, I'm watching it right now. Glorious. It's a beautiful looking thing. In any case, uh yeah, no, you don't you don't wave at the computer, you wave at the
0: camera. (laughs) Watch, he'll wave back to me in ten seconds.
1: Watch, he'll wave back to me. Just watch.
0: Oh my goodness. It's on delay. I just wanted to see myself wave at myself. I mean, Watch it back.
1: Here's the beautiful thing about YouTube; it's archived, so you can go see it anytime.
0: I hope everybody else enjoys it. Oh my goodness! Uh, it is time for our prep. Extra Hold on. on. Oh yes. Yeah, sure. What do I like better than winning? Being right. So that's why I wasn't sad yesterday about the Packers Vikings game. Because uh, why? Cause why? Cause Kirk Cousins. Cause Kirk Cousins, is bad Cousins at sucks. Football. Bad at football. He sucks. What was that throw, <laughs> dude? What is that throw? Save it, save it for the end. We're gonna do oh all my of We're gonna do
1: it all at the end. We're gonna go through our picks I mean. and how good it was for me and how great I am at all of this. Uh, okay. Uh, it is time for our prep extra segment. It's brought to us by the Farmer State Bank Online, it's eBank.com. and uh, Coulter, for the first time since 1995. The Hellgate Knights are two and zero. Raleigh Wooster had a seventy-five yard pick six in this game. He also threw a t- touchdown and ran for two touchdowns. So every way you can do it, basically, other than a kick return, he did it right. This Stake, is like unbelievable. Hellgate to
0: a twenty-eight nothing run or twenty-eight nothing lead by himself. And this is, by the
1: way, over Big Sky, Crosstown Rivalry, and a, uh, a game in uh, that Big Sky's coming off a big win over Bozeman a week ago. And Hellgate, their second game of the season, because they had a bye week in the first week, uh, thumped the uh, uh, Big Sky Eagles in this one. Uh, like you said, a 28 nothing lead to start.
0: 35-21 the final there. So Hellgate, 2-0 for the first time since 95. And uh, it's cool to watch the resurrection of the Hellgate football program, no doubt.
1: The definitive best team in the state right now is Billings West, and they uh, hammered Billings Skyview. Now, Billings Skyview is is struggling in their own right, Okay, so we understand that. But uh, Josh Earbacher threw for four touchdowns uh, to four different receivers, had 40 points for the third consecutive week uh, or more uh, for Billings West in their uh, victory over uh, uh, Skyview.
0: A couple other double-A scores, and uh, by the way, Urbacher, I'm wondering what's going to happen with him recruiting-wise because he's, he's 6'2", 6'3". He's got a great arm. Mm. He was, I mean, he wants state championship as a junior. He, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the state. We just have an interesting situation in Montana right now because it's very rare that there's multiple quarterbacks in the state of Montana that are scholarship guys, but this year we have them. Carson Rostad, the reigning Gatorade Player of the Year from Monta- from Hamilton, who's committed to Montana, and uh, Tommy Malat, who is tearing up double a yes, right now is. yeah
1: and butte
0: he uh, at butte high he's got them off to a 3-0 and start and he's committed to montana state so does one of the montana schools offer erbacher a, a partial or a preferred walk-on or because they each have their in-state guy i mean conventional wisdom would say that you're if you're going to sign two quarterbacks if you're mo- one of the two montana schools you get an out-state guy and an in-state guy the cats already have gray robinson from uh from Skyline High School and Sammamish, committed, and they have Tommy Molot committed. So they're probably done at quarterback. Right. The Grizz, maybe they add another out-of-state quarterback. I'm not really sure. Or maybe they just stick with Ross. It's going to be interesting to see who takes a chance on him. If not, is this the next great Montana quarterback that then falls to the frontier? Because Erbacher will tear the frontier up. He, yeah. he will be really good in the frontier because he he can spin it, and he's big, strong. So that's an interesting recruit. Uh, other Class Double uh, scores number three Helena Capital posted a 48-33 win over Kalispell Glacier. Number four Missoula Sentinel they are up to three and zero after a forty-two nothing win over uh, Kalispell Flathead and Butte High. They keep rolling. Tommy Lot threw three touchdowns, uh, ran for th- actually excuse me ran for three threw two more. 35-27, Butte High beats Helena High. That was the game of the week. Though. You talked
1: about Tommy Malott. He, he was responsible for five touchdowns, and Butte needed them all to get by previously. They did. In
0: Helena High. And also, Cameron Moreno, who's one of the strongest, most physically intimidating players in the state, at that uh, f- combine that Dan Fletcher hosted. This kid did 30 reps on the bench. Come High on. school kid. Come on. 25, bagging him out. Show the strength. 36 carries, 165 yards. So that's like a that's a big sky high stat line from the early 2000s there where you're Look at averaging you. about 3.5 yards per carry, but keep giving them the rock. 36 Shouting carries. yourself out right here. Is that what's going on? I, I love it. No, no. I, <laughs> I ain't carrying the ball <laughs> Not ever. carrying it. Blocking it hey, out. Hey, hey. Uh And then Bozeman got back out, on track. 34-19 win over Billings Sr. Kenneth Iden is a kid that we should probably start talking about. Him and Jace Kluswitz are the two best juniors in the state. Kenneth Iden went to a bunch of camps. Over the summer, he's getting some serious FBS offers. He got a he got a personal letter from Iowa the other day. So you're you're, you're real deal tight end if you're getting recruited by Iowa. Because <laughs> go look up whatever all the starting yeah. tight ends in the league went to. About five out of the starting thirty all went to Iowa. Two in the top ten
1: in this draft. Both of them from Iowa. Isn't that what yeah, happened? Right. Something and then like you that?
0: got George Kittle, who's a you know maybe the best tight end in the league. He was from Iowa. Yeah, it's, Keith uh, Miller. I mean, they have there's there's a lot. That's where of, you go? lot of. Uh, Really good tight ends from, from Iowa. A couple other scores from around the state. Missoula, Loyola got back on track. there now 2-1. and one. They had a 47-25 win over Whitehall. That's big to get back on track after the Fairfield loss. They have Manhattan coming to town. Manhattan's number three in the state, so that's 2-3. That will probably be the game of the week. So uh, we'll either get with Todd Hughes this week or maybe next week leading up to this Montana game. But Loyola back on track. Nolan Iverson, 198 yards rushing in that one. And Nick Mitzel, he also went over 100 yards rushing and also threw for 188 yards. And then uh, Hamilton... Rolling, rolling, rolling. They got their game moved up from Thursday, or to Thursday because of a ref shortage, which is, by the way, a little public service announcement for everybody. Yeah, We deal with the Missoula officials pool quite a bit. They did a couple advertising deals with us last year. We got some PSAs running. But a reminder, give those guys a call if, if you need some extra money or you want to be involved in community sports. There is a huge ref shortage, not just in Missoula, but around the state of Montana. It's making it so that they have to adjust varsity games and play them on different nights. And Every once in a while playing a Thursday night game, that's cool. You know, you're Hamilton, you go out and you, you win a game, and then you get to go to school the next day. That's probably fun, but it's not as fun as Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights is what it's all about, and the, the, there's just not enough officials in the area. So I, if you uh, have time, go volunteer. And it's not volunteer. You're getting paid. I mean, yeah. you get paid mileage, you get paid by the game. It's a good way to make extra money. So if you want to get involved in youth sports, this is a great way to do it.
1: I uh, I was golfing in Washington State with a guy who's a, a prep Referee official for both uh, uh, football and basketball uh, in the state of Washington. He was in Yakima driving to Mercer Island. Now, part of this was his district was doing kind of a co-op and a help deal with the Mercer Island deal. But if you know, I mean, Mercer Island is is Seattle. Okay, if you're trying to figure this out geographically, it's two and a half hours. In the state of Washington to get to a place to you know have these referees, there's a dearth of youth refs uh, uh, you know like you said across the country, certainly in the state of Montana as well. and uh, and I twofold, go do it. It's a great way, like you said, to make some money and to participate and be on the field and, and all you know uh, you know administrating games. I mean, what you need to have they're so important. And also, if you're not a ref, leave them alone, okay? Because we're talking about we're talking about you know guys were out there gals were out there trying to do their best I look, the coaches got plenty to say I, look varsity sports are uh, they're they're real competition okay and you are certainly going to be out there trying to get calls to go your way working the uh, officiating a little bit you know here and there Parents, just let them do their thing. And if it's not, especially not varsity, I mean, we're talking like sub-varsity, middle school or whatever, thank them for their efforts regardless of what it is because we need more and more folks to be out there doing this and... Uh, and. Uh, We want to create an environment in which it's worth their while to go out there and get paid whatever they get paid because it is only extra money. It's not a, it's not, it's not a full time money by any stretch. And so it is, they're, they're doing this, you know, to to help these kids and give them an opportunity to play. So take care of them and be kind and courteous. Okay. That's all I'm saying there. Uh, Last game we want to touch on here. Frenchtown. They lost in the playoffs last year to Corvallis this year. Hammered Corvallis, thirty-one-three Frenchtown. They are they might be Hamilton's biggest rival right now in Class A. And Jace Klusowich two more touchdowns uh, uh, in the th- receiving, and then a third one on the ground.
0: And we're marching right towards it. They, they, this might be the matchup of the year in the Southwest A in two weeks, right? Season matchup. Yep, Hamilton has Beaver County High School this week. That Beaverhead County, excuse me, Dillon this week, and then next week they take on Hamilton. So Bronx versus Bronx in two weeks. Frenchtown, they got to get past Steve I first, but it looks like these two teams on a collision course. They're both undefeated, three and zero. Dylan is is good, but not not elite as they have been. So Hamilton should be able to dispatch of them, and Stevensville's down this year. So Frenchtown should be able to get through that one, and then we might have a little four and zero, four and zero.
1: Be fun. Uh, okay, very good. That is our prep extra segment. It's brought to us by the Farmers State Bank. Hey, link your Farmers State. Bank debit card to the MyCard app. You can shut off your debit card right from your phone. Safe, secure, instant. It's the MyCard app from Farmer State Bank. Um, Coulter, we'll take a quick break. Now, are you sure you want to stick around for this? You know, because I mean, as you said, the only thing you care more about winning is being right. So you are right, but you did lose.
0: Well, yeah, this was a very skewed uh, picks that we did. What? We didn't. We only picked five games. Yeah. Well, let me pick all the games, and then we'll see how we do. Oh. And, let, and let's not waste 25 minutes on the only game that I had any intent of watching. I had to drive for 10 hours yesterday. I didn't watch any games besides Vikings-Packers. Great game to pick to watch, though. That's what I'd say. I look forward to our visit
1: to uh, Katie O'Keefe's and my record being better than yours, and starting also, now in
0: henceforth. And also, what did I say? What did I say when we were talking about the actual picking and the spread? I, I said if it, was up to, if, it, if it was my betting money... I'm picking the Packers.
1: Yes, you did. And I just, You did bet money, and you picked the Vikings because you have to. I understand.
0: It's for the, the only thing I'm a fan. Still of. matters to it's me. The only thing still I'm still matters fan of. to me. I can't wait till the Green Bay comes to Minnesota.
1: Me too. Because guess what? Kirk Cousins still gonna be throwing us the
0: football. Uh, well, maybe Anthony Barr will land on Aaron Rodgers again. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. <laughs> and then we'll have green and gold flowers around here, tears everywhere. Oh man. He would.
1: It, it becomes a bad work environment when Aaron Rodgers goes down. That is for sure. Uh, hey, look up. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's satellite internet. That's right. High-speed internet delivered from a satellite right to where you live. When you're beyond the reach of cable and fiber internet, look up. Eagle Satellite is our community's authorized HughesNet retailer. With HughesNet, you'll have fast speeds, unlimited data with no hard data limits, and built-in Wi-Fi that you need. Eagle Satellite has proudly helped our community get online for 39 years. And this year, they want you to get they want to get you connected too. For a limited time, you can get free standard installation when you orders when you order Hughesnet. Call Eagle Satellite 406-728-9999 and see for yourself why Hughesnet is America's number one choice for satellite internet. That's Eagle Satellite, 406-728-9999. Eagle satellite and HughesNet proudly connecting our community. Culture. some people like the Clark Fork, some people like the Flat Hood, the Bitterroot. My favorite river has always been Blackfoot.
0: We finally agree on something. Me too. I love Thibodeau Falls, I love Rainbows, and I love the Blackfoot River.
1: You know, if a company was smart, they'd just name themselves Blackfoot. By God, look at the geniuses over here at Blackfoot. They've gone and they've done it, and now guess what? They're working around the clock and around the state to lay hundreds of miles of fiber optic cables to increase Hugely, the the efficiency and the speed of communication across the state of Montana.
0: It's pretty likely you already know Blackfoot as a local partner for internet, voice, professional services, anything you need to fuel your growing business. But like you said, they're building hundreds and hundreds of miles of cable across Montana. And right now, they're expanding their fiber network into Bozeman, St. Ignatius, and other regions. Find out more about what Blackfoot does. Give them a call.
1: 8665415000 or go to goblackfoot.com that's goblackfoot.com you can click on the link here on the podbean site or if you're listening in elsewhere just copy the URL drop it in there goblackfoot.com Monday night football you know, normally I would look at a Browns-Jets matchup and just say, else like ESPN should get their money back. Why are they paying for rights to these games? But not this year, buddy. I'm into it. All into it. It is 2TEL Nuwana's 1029 ESPN Radio. We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway and Missoula Highway 83 in Sealy. And online at cursepolaris.com. If you missed anything in the show, we got you covered on the podcast. The podcast is available all the time, everywhere, anywhere you like podcasts, get yours, the platforms, and so forth. Search Two tell Nuanas, and uh, our podcast will be there. You can like it, subscribe to it, rate it, review it. All of that is there, thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel.
0: You can go check out, uh, just for a brief moment in time, I had a little glitch in my podcast hosting. So I'm hosting my podcast currently on the ESPN network as well. So, that Breakdown will be there. So I had a little. Uh, post-game thoughts after the Oregon game uh, with full post-game audio from Bobby Houck and Dante Olson that's up there. Uh, you can find that at ESPN.com as well as sportsmt.com and also have our current two Big Sky breakdowns that just came out today. Jeff Choate's thoughts on Norfolk State as Montana State prepares to return home and Bobby Houck, Jerry Lou McGee from today's press conference at Montana as the Grizz prepare for Monmouth. Uh, we uh, picked six games uh, from Sunday
1: uh, over the weekend. Uh, I went three, two, and one in those picks. Coulter, you went one, four, and one. Hmm. One of those picks, admittedly, was a pick that you were not—it's you know, not even a choice on your part. You, but you did make a bet. You lost the bet, and like a man, you'll pay the bet. Uh, what do you think? 9 a.m. tomorrow. You, me, Katie O'Keefe. So we go set this thing
0: going about uh, ten minutes from now.
1: Uh, nope, can't do it. Got a dinner.
0: Family, we, can, we can get 25 down in 17 minutes?
1: Well, hold on now. Now, it's it's it, first of all, it's only 20. Oh. It's only 20. But we that's my... Yeah, but it's my 20. It's not 10 and 10. Oh, I understand. Okay. We can get 20 down in 17 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to be sent home uh, uh, after $20 in 17 minutes. I think I better <laughs> just stay away. <laughs> Uh, anyway, the Green Bay Packers did, uh, cover even, they didn't, we bet on the game just as far as a win goes from a fan perspective, because again, if you're just, uh, new to the show, I'm a Packer fan, Coulter is a Viking fan, might uh, not be for long, might though. not be for long, right, uh, well, that would be a good choice, uh, in any case, uh, Green Bay, though, was a three-point favorite, they did cover that thing up, so that is good, but tonight, Coulter, the Jets and Browns, uh, the Cleveland Browns are a six-and-a-half point favorite, this number jumped I don't know. Probably, I, I don't actually know. I would guess three points at least uh, when Sam Darnold was announced that he would not going to be playing. He's out with mono, which came to light late Sunday night or Monday. Uh, early, you know, At the end of the game last week, he did play in that game, which the Jets just gave away to the Buffalo Bills there towards the end. So now Trevor Simeon going to be the starting quarterback for the Jets. The Browns. Uh, to me, the most disappointing team. They didn't look the worst, okay? That will go for 16 weeks to the Miami Dolphins, but they were the most disappointing team in week one. They scored a touchdown on their first drive, I think. They were up 7 nothing. Ultimately, though, Baker Mayfield, I think, through three interceptions, they looked haw- awful, and they got housed by Tennessee, who I think is a below-average football team a- a- in general anyways, and they got blown out at home in this the year that they're, you know, all these expectations and hopes and so forth. Uh, they need to win this football game in the second week of the season against a Jets team that does not have their tra- franchise quarterback playing. And really, who do the Jets have? I mean, they have uh, they have uh, obviously Le'Veon Bell, Robbie Anderson, and then you know they have some they have they have a pretty good defense. Actually, maybe a quite good defense. But the the Cleveland Browns they need to win this game. They're a six and a half point uh, favorite in New York City. What do you like? Who do you like in this one?
0: Man, Simeon is just hard to even
1: analyze. No, it's not. You take the Cleveland Browns. I got the Browns covering. You've got to win by a touchdown. You got. They should win this game by 20 points. Should win it by they 20 should. points. They
0: should. I'm just still not convinced that the... When the bar is to just win a game and then you get hot and you're this lovable story, it's easy to carry the momentum. When you are expected to... go, I mean... No team has gone from zero to ten wins in a two-year span in the history of the NFL, and that's what the the national narrative has heaped upon the Browns. I just think that they're going to have a hard time overcoming that.
1: What do you think the biggest weakness of this Browns team is?
0: Might be Baker Mayfield, but we'll see. No, you has got to prove it to me, Gus. If you're good, if you're good for eight-game sample size, I don't necessarily believe yet. I understand.
1: It, the offensive line was downgraded. It was the only position group that was that is worse this year than it was last year. Totally. That is significant.
0: It is significant, but also sometimes I think we get, for lack of a better word, drunk on, on brand name guys too. Sheldon Richardson, you look at him and you're like, well, he's good. But he hasn't ever actually been that good. Olivia Vernon has some of the nicest biceps you're ever going to see. He got paid and he hasn't produced since then. He had that great year and then he signed with Miami and he hasn't been any good really since then. So, produce for me.
1: Um, the other thing that is still a huge question mark to me is Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I get a huge hoot and holler at Freddie Kitchens. I love the hire. But Greg Williams was the head coach when they won the football games that they did win last year. Okay? And now Odell Beckham's talking about, you know, oh, he, t- he coaches cheap shots and so forth and so on. Now, notably, OBJ was not on the team last year. But, uh, you know, Freddie Kitchens, for as much as I like the outside-the-box thing, and obviously he's got a rapport with Baker Mayfield personally and so forth and so on, I think it's, uh, you you got to prove it to me. Freddie Kitchens no, no. got to prove it Browns to me. Browns are going to win this game, but I, I wouldn't. Eh, they'll cover, but it'll be close. Golter and I are both on the Cleveland Browns. Lay the points. Take Cleveland. Got to get to seven. Win by seven to get it. Boys and girls, enjoy Monday Night Football. Is there any better music in the world than this? Show it to me. Beethoven, eat your heart out. We'll see you tomorrow.
2: Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. It's finally
0: starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes.